Hi, how's it going? My name's Hunter. I'm uh, part of the Vegas gang. Thank you so much for listening. What you're about to hear is our interview with Derek Stevens of the D Golden Gate in Las Vegas Club, recorded live at VIMP 2015 at the D in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. It's possible that you've heard that you have read a uh, blog post here or there that may include some of the details from this interview. Um, you know, you know, when we go out and broadcast, it's uh, it's somewhat public, but I also feel like there should be a sort of communal sense of fair play. And uh, well, I can't necessarily say anybody did anything that wasn't in their own best interest. I would definitely appreciate a world where we cared le a little bit less about what's best for us and what was best for the community in general. We spent a long time preparing for this event, and we hope you enjoy it. Here you go. Uh, we're going to do our Vegas Pink Show. We don't have any uh, introductory theme music today. Uh, I guess we could like sing along, but I think we're going to skip it. <laughs> Um, when we were setting up our show today, we were trying to figure out exactly what we wanted to talk about, and uh, those of you that have been here before will recall uh, a couple of guest bookings that fell through at the very last minute, uh, multiple times in a row. So we were thinking maybe we wouldn't have a guest this time, um, but Derek uh, made some news not too long ago with a small purchase uh, down the street. <laughs> Um, and so we thought this would be a good opportunity to bring him back up on this stage. We've been fortunate enough to have him in the past uh, and talk to him a little bit about what's going on here and at the Golden Gate and at the Las Vegas Club and maybe some broader thoughts on the, the world at large. So uh, we're very lucky to have him. Please give him another round of applause. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump right in. And for those of you that don't know how this works, uh, usually it means I end up monopolizing the microphone for like 90% of the time and no one else gets to talk. But Shut up, Hunter. Ostensibly, these guys get to ask questions too. Um, we will definitely wanna talk about the Las Vegas Club, but I wanna start here, because you guys just did a, what I have to assume was a pretty substantial engineering project, adding elevators. Yeah. That was a thing that, you know, I'm sure you heard from folks in the past, you know, elevator issues. I'm trying to figure out how do you add an elevator to an existing high-rise building? How does that work? Well, uh, Hunter, it's kind of funny. You're absolutely right. I think everybody here knew how, uh, how bad our elevators were. And then when we tried to come up with an idea of um, adding elevators, I had all the engineers say, well, you can't add elevator shafts now, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, we've got to get more creative. And these guys got very creative, and they figured out a way that they could uh, build elevator shafts on the outside of our building. And we built these two shafts on the outside. But you could see it if you go down, like out on Fremont Street, like behind the Third Street stage. And uh, we built these shafts up there, and uh, we got one up uh, about a month ago. And uh, just in time, uh, uh, I think on uh, Thursday, we got one up for a uh, VIMP. So we got to, we got our six elevators. So hopefully, they're working a little bit better. How long did that process take? I mean, I'm still pretty impressed that you were able to you know, staple elevators to the outside of the building. <laughs> yeah, it was about a year-long project. Well, it didn't seem to be working, and the new elevator lobby is quite nice, so nice, wor nice work there for sure. Um, 
Everybody wants to talk about the Las Vegas Club, and that's what we're probably going to spend uh, a bunch of time talking about because folks have been kind enough to throw in some of their own ideas, which, uh, you know, range from the interesting to the obscene to the absurd. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff in there for sure. But what else is going on with the D and the Golden Gate? I mean, you know, these are pl properties you're operating today. What, uh, anything interesting on the horizon in either spot that we should uh, be talking about? Well, I think, um, you know, I think last year when everybody from VIMP was so nice to come over to see uh, Sammy Hagar and uh, you guys dealt with my debacle on being able to sell beer, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it was obviously a learning experience. I, I can could, I could, I tell you, you can rest assured that uh, uh, this evening it will be much, much easier to buy a beer or drink out at the event center. Excellent. So for our, for us, I mean, it's all the different events we're doing. I mean, from boxing, and, and, and we've had now five fights. I've got uh, hopefully ten more uh, lined up over the course of the next twelve months, and uh, concerts and festivals. And and I just love the event center because what it does is it brings so many people downtown. And once they come downtown, then they disperse. And whether they go to the Nugget, the Four Queens, the D, the Golden Gate, that's just great because I think when we bring people downtown, I, and most of them, you know, the first timers, they come down and they say whoa, this is kind of fun, it's kind of cool. So really for me, the event center is a real real big focus to try to bring people downtown right now. I'm glad you mentioned the event center because I think it ties into uh, some possible future questions. But before I get to, get to that, any clearly bringing more people downtown is good for everybody that's operating down here. But any resistance from any of your neighbors? I mean, you now have loud rock concerts that are blasting into the Golden Nuggets windows. Anybody, anybody ever have any hesitation when that uh, was all being put together? Yeah, you know that that's one one thing that's pretty cool about down here. Um, I talked to uh, you know the owner uh, Tillman. I talked to their uh, president Chris Latiel, and I was pretty open with them, saying, "I want you guys to think about this as uh, as as your place as well." And um, they've been great supporters. Matter of fact, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty moving day for me. And I don't know if you guys are in the Golden Nugget database, but the last uh, couple months of their mailers they put out. They're actually putting the downtown Las Vegas Event Center calendar on their mailers to their database. So we're kind of working together on that. And I thought I thought that was awesome. Nice. The Event Center is actually a good way to pivot to Las Vegas Club because you do have this plot of land in the Event Center where you could conceivably build something from zero, um, but. Uh, or maybe not but, but at least for now, you've decided that you know, you're going to make an investment in the Las Vegas Club property. Um, how much of a pull is being on Fremont Street versus even just being a block away? I mean, it, clearly Downtown Grand has had some challenges. I don't know how much that plays into that, but it, a, a block seems like a mile at least for some folks. A, a block here, that 400 feet between Fremont Street and Downtown Grand might be, might be as big as the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, it's a... I mean, the, the location is so important, and, and, and everyone really wants to come down onto Fremont Street. And, and, you know, when you're 100 feet off or you're 400 feet off, it's a huge, huge um, void. It's very difficult to, to overcome location. So for me, when Las Vegas Cl Club uh, opportunity came up, um, and I think most people know that, that we came very close to buying it about four or five years ago. And, I mean, we went to closing. We actually wired the money in, and... Uh, and at the very, very last moment, their owners decided not to sell. And that was a little bit frustrating. Um, but the one good thing that came out of that was when this crazy opportunity came up in, in July. And it was, it was a spur-of-the-moment thing. We already had done all the due diligence. We had all the environmental. So we were able to 
make the call. And I just, I just was devastated to think that potentially we would have a CVS, you know, right, right. on. And I thought that would just kill, <laughs> kill Fremont Street. I don't know how much you can tell us about the, the bidding sale process, but it, is buying a Fremont casino these days a competitive... I mean, were there other folks that you were jostling up against, or there, was it a tough thing to pull off? Well, you know, what happened was, if, if you go back and you look at, you know, about three weeks' worth of time, there were a lot of things that happened with uh, the city and the city council and then the vote to approve, um, to approve the CVS liquor store, and, and, and then all of a sudden they didn't get the vote, and then they were rethinking it, and then all of a sudden we, were, we had that opportunity, and... Uh, you know, Jeff Victor, um, who at that time was still president of Fremont Street, r really actually, he pushed me pretty hard. He said, you got to make one more play at this thing. And we met with them, and, and really everything fell into place, really, I'd say, within 10 days. It was that quick. Wow. Um, I would love for you, so for those that were not in attendance this morning, uh, Derek and a few members of his staff took us through... Uh, the Las Vegas Club as it exists now. Uh, there are some hoarders here in the audience that uh, <laughs> absconded with uh, pretty much everything. Um, so that was, a, that was a very fun experience. Uh, at the outside of that tour, you, you mentioned um, at least some sort of some vague ideas. I know that you've said a couple times that you're still trying to decide where you're going to go, but you, you at least threw out some possibilities this morning. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind repeating that for the folks that were, weren't there this morning. Sure, sure. Um, first, I would say... Uh, for the 143 people that signed their waivers, thanks for coming. I, I grossly underestimated. I, you know, I was planning 20, maybe 30 people, and then I thought, uh-oh, we're in trouble here. So, but, uh, but still I'm, people in there somewhere. I think. Uh, there could be. There could be. Yeah, we only know when people went in. But uh, we had uh, we we had an opportunity, and I, I'm just surprised that there was that much interest in doing it. Um, what uh, what what ended we ended up doing because we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do with the towers and whether we're going to renovate or demolish. Um, what we decided to do is we just took the garbage out and we basically left it as is. Like when when Tamaris gave us the keys, we left the building basically as is because if it gets determined that we're going to um, uh, demolish the older tower, the shorter tower, then uh, it really wouldn't make sense to do any spend any work or anything else in the interim. We're getting closer to figuring out what we're going to end up doing, but it really comes down to uh, um, a lot of the back of the house stuff. I mean, we're doing a lot of work under underground with the sewers, and uh, and I think everybody here can understand why that's so important. <laughs> um, so we're we're uh, we're we're if, if I had to take a guess right now, I would say it's most likely that we will demolish the um, uh, the shorter tower, the old one and we will renovate and expand the, the newer tower. Um, some great, um, great news came up for us very recently, and uh, I've mentioned it to a couple people, but, but the new tower was actually built with foundations that allow it to be taller than what it is. Oh, wow. It can actually, it, we can actually build another 20 stories on oh, top wow. of that tower. Wow. So that was, a, that was a little uh, a diamond in the rough for us here. So that was pretty good. So we're kind of going down that path. And, and, you know, oftentimes people say, well, you must know. I mean, truly, there's so many of these things as they unfold, you learn something new. Well, now this newer tower, we could, we could add 20 more stories on top of it. So then we have to deal with elevators. We have to deal with other things, which also includes, and I've just started working on this this week, 
when you go higher, you need to develop an FAA plan, right. and you need to have the FAA approval. So now we've got that those those steps kind of going in. So that that's kind of how it's evolving right now. You mentioned the sewer stuff. Was that the biggest surprise uh, when you guys got in there to find things maybe were going to take a little bit more work than you thought? Uh, no, I mean <laughs> we we had uh, we had very very low expectations. <laughs> I'm curious about how you guys figure out how to budget this sort of thing. So you, let's say that you come in and you spend X percent on buying what's there today. How do you determine how much you're going to spend to renovate it? Is it like, you know, half of X or 2X or, I mean, how does that work? How, how do you determine the budgets and what you can do to get a reasonable return? Um, the, again, that's something that, that, that evolves because as you, as you learn things, as you find things, as you see, okay, well, now we can actually build a taller tower. Well, then that changes some of the dynamics. And, and, uh, and, and really, when you try to put the numbers together, it's, it's really constantly evolving until we get to that point. And I know we're still a good, a good ways away from getting to that point where we can put it all together and say, okay, this is what the project is. This is what it's going to cost. This is what we expect, you know, as far as what our room rates are going to be, what we need on occupancy and things like that. So we're still a little ways away, but, it's, but it continues to evolve. You're here at the D. You are uh, an owner at the Golden Gate as well. Um, we've got this new concept going at the Las Vegas Club. What's the prospect of uh, a unified slot club between some or all of those properties? Is that a possibility? Uh, it's a certainty. Okay. It's... It, 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 <laughs> It's, will there be um, you know one one club that will absolutely be the case? Um, the only issue is um, the timing. I, I'm not sure on the timing, and it, that still may be a ways out. But it's absolutely going to be one uh, one uh, one uh, players club. There. So when we uh, announced that we were going to have you as our guest, one of the things that we talked about was you said that you had some interest in getting some suggestions from the folks in our audience here. <laughs> and uh, they have been kind enough to share uh, quite a few. And um, so I went through, there's a hashtag, uh, Design Derek's Casino, that you can add to if you want. He may yep. uh, spend some time uh, fl flipping through there himself, I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in there. And as I said, it sort of ranges from what you might expect to some slightly less uh, plausible suggestions. Um, I sort of picked out a couple of different things that I thought were at least worth talking about. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that I saw multiple times was the concept of, of theming. And, you know, the Las Vegas Club has this sportsy kind of theme that, you know, maybe wasn't completely executed to its fullest extent. But there were some folks that supported that idea. And you're a big sports fan. We're keeping you from your game right now. <laughs> um, any thoughts on continuing something like that or theming in general? Is that something that you're already talking about? You know, I, I would say the theming is, is not something I'm thinking about right now. And the reason is, is I don't want to start working at that level until we know what we have. Um, the, uh, the, like I said, just recently when we found out we could go 20 stories taller, that changes a lot of dynamics on, on what you can do and what you, what you can't do. I think for all the people that went through and took the tour, you saw all these little alleys and little easements. All those, you know, all that, you know, what I consider to be unused or wasted land or wasted assets. I mean, these are things I kind of want to work with the city to see what we can do to develop the footprint, make things a little bit bigger, make it a little bit nicer. So. Until until I, I know what, what we what we have on the ground, I'm really not thinking about theming too much because I know I know uh, that's gonna 
that's going to roll together pretty well. I, I feel pretty good with the team of people and uh, the number of nights we spend over at Prohibition Bar and Long Bar. <laughs> we, we, we get a lot of creativity going. <laughs> on that note, uh, one of the gentlemen on the tour today was basically explaining how that process works. You guys hanging out there late at night and something along the lines of uh, you're saying, you're going to hate this idea, but here we go. We're going to do this crazy thing. That's right. That's our uh, director of security, <laughs> Mr. Fiato. Go, write this down. Write this down. We're always taking notes. And... Um, so one of the other things that came up, and maybe this ties in with the, the fact that you guys are able to go taller than what the current building is at, um, a couple suggestions for either a rooftop pool or a restaurant, or basically trying to use rooftop space since the views are, are pretty awesome. Sounds like that's at least a, a physical possibility, if not a possible reality. Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, when we look at a new property relative to our other properties, I mean, one thing that's uh, certain, um, we, we, we are going to have a very nice pool, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> And um, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a great sports book. I, I think those are two things that are that would be um, you know significant additions. Plus, we're gonna we're, we're, I think there's been enough time that's gone by, and, and and technology is changing so quickly that I think there's a great opportunity to have a whole lot of new ideas um, as part of it as well. I'm not talking like skill-based gaming, you know, and, and and that stuff. That I'm not really. I think it's way too early to even you know really talk about that stuff. But I'm talking about just different elements of where um, we really want to focus in on creating spots that provide experiences with a huge amount of fun mm -hmm. and excitement and things like that. And, and, and I think we're really going to try to orientate around, around that one way or the other. You mentioned the technology angle, and of course, like technology is a bigger part of all of our lives than ever before. And there were also, this is also something that comes up um, in terms of little things like Wi-Fi and internet speeds. And I know that there, especially in older buildings, there's some pretty significant logistical challenges in getting stuff to go through walls and whatnot. Um, but even as, even as, uh, even some of the smaller stuff like being able to, people want to recharge their phone every five minutes. And so there's all kinds of different technology related stuff. How much of that factors into your planning um, as far as whether it's like sending people to G2E to look at what's coming out and as you're thinking about this stuff, is that a factor at all? Well, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of things that are changing. I mean, I think, I think hotel rooms are, are changing. I mean, I, I'd like to have hotel rooms that have an amenity that not all hotel rooms have today, but I, but I think that for a number of reasons. Um, having a refrigerator in a hotel room is a very, very big deal. Yeah. Um, for, for a lot of reasons. Maybe it's, it could be medical, it could be, you know, you have, you have something that needs to be refrigerated, but it's also in Las Vegas, all these great restaurants, you know, wh whether you leave Pizza Rock or you leave Andiamo or you leave uh, Hugo Cellar, everybody's carrying around a bag. So, I mean, when you wanna take your food home, you never know that rest, that other half of that steak that you might want to get up in the middle of the night and get on. You know, yeah. you need a place to put it for a little while. So I mean, I think I think refrigerators are far more important today than maybe what they were 25 years ago. Um, I think you know, obviously, um, the number of uh, outlets and and ports is uh, exponentially <laughs> right. uh, more important. So I mean, yeah, all those things really play into it. There's the, as most Fremont Street parcels end up. If you look at who owns the land and what goes where, it's like this crazy dominoes board of all kinds of cutouts. Ever, have you guys considered trying to acquire any other pieces that are, I mean, I know there's some little cutouts around there that could potentially you could use if they were more contiguous. There probably isn't a day that's gone by in the last eight years I haven't thought about that, Hunter. <laughs> Any possibility of making that happen? I mean, do the folks that don't land down here, do they just hold on to it forever? 
you know, I think everyone, everything's a little bit different, but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's, there's always going to be a certain number of transactions per year, and sometimes they come in fits and spurts, and sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's uh, kind of at a stalemate for a while. Um, but I, but I, think, uh, I think your point's right. I mean, things, there's only so much, uh, so much uh, you know, frontage on Las Vegas Boulevard. There's only so much frontage on Fremont Street. And um, I think, you know, with more people coming to Vegas, um, that goes for a premium. Yeah. In terms of trying to figure out other amenities like dining, for instance, I mean, you guys have On the Elmo here, which is a great spot. Um, but in, if you want to compare with the Las Vegas Strip, of course, like there's a, 10 celebrity chef restaurants in every single hotel, give or take. Uh, thoughts about that kind of thing working downtown, or is downtown just a different market in that regard? Well, I think, I think there's certain things that are um, always important, and you know, great restaurants are, are very important to areas or properties. So um, a broad, diverse range of restaurants is something that we would certainly uh, desire. Um, you know, whether, whether we would be involved or whether we would bring in some other, other owners and chefs, uh, you know, kind of similar to what we did here with a couple of places. Um, I'm very open to, open to that, but I, but I think having a number of, uh, culinary options is, is, uh, very, very important. Do you feel like the price points are trending higher uh, or is the mix of visitors changing or, uh, is there any movement there? Uh, well, I think I think uh, the mix of visitors is changing uh, everywhere in Las Vegas. Um, the the amazing thing was on the latest report that came out, I think through the LVCVA, and I think Dave, um, the what what's happened with the average age of the visitors to yeah. Las Vegas, it is it has dropped way down so much that it makes you relook at the data and you're really thinking like, is this really true? Yeah. But but clearly. Vegas is very, very cool. These young kids like to come out here, and it's really lower the age. Yeah, absolutely. That's been the big trend. And there's a couple other things I'm not going to bore everybody with, but it seems like the, there's fewer gamblers, but the ones that are here are gambling more money at fewer places. So they're not shopping around as much. It's they find the place they want, and they're staying there. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, I believe that the Golden Nugget's the only downtown hotel that has a spa. Is there room to expand that sort of amenity in downtown? I, again, I think like for us, this is where this is where it's. I'd have to say it really depends on on where we can go. I mean, the we have a if we keep that new tower up, that's 220 rooms. If we're able to add 20 stories, that's a lot more. If we add build another tower, it's more. Um, would I like to have a spa as part of that property? I I, I would definitely say yes, but. That would be contingent upon whether or not we can build enough rooms to help help support that. Um, you know, no matter what, I want to have the pool in the sports book business, but the spa that really depends upon the the scope of the project. If the scope of the project becomes far larger, that probability goes up. I think we may have asked you this at some point in the past, but thoughts about, of course, nightclubs have, have been a major story on the strip for the past few years, and maybe even further back. I mean, they're driving. They're, people are spending so much money in them, they're impossible to ignore, and that's, a, that's an understatement. Uh, downtown, you know, there's the Gold Diggers Club at the Golden Nugget. Other than that, not a, seems like not a lot of that stuff. Is there a place for that downtown? You know, I, I think there may be. Um, I've not really personally figured out how that would work here. So that's not, not a high priority item, like from my perspective. Uh, <laughs> I, and and I think I think to a great degree, you know, our our nightclub's a little bit different. I mean, our nightclub is free, 
It's out on Fremont Street with shows all the time, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a little bit of a different different situation. Um, sure, it's great to see what they're doing at Omnia and Akasan and all that, but that is really a completely different business. And uh, I enjoy going there, um, but uh, but I'm not sure that that's really a business that would that would uh, necessarily fit with you know what we got going. You mentioned that not being one of your top priorities. We talked about sports book being potentially sounds like something you definitely want to have. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about yet that is definitely on your list as something that you really want to make sure that you suss out and see if you can make happen? Um, you know, I, I like spending time on, 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 on doing things that, that enhance customer convenience. And um, just we're kind of going through different thoughts and different designs to have um, really the most world-class parking experience, as, as much as that might sound funny, but really trying to turn it into a world-class parking experience that maximizes um, efficiency, safety, cleanliness, and um, we've got a couple of uh, kind of radical, radical ideas with parking that we think might be able to move the needle. Interesting. I'm monopolizing. You guys should jump in here with some questions. I have, I have two questions. Derek, you bought the, uh, you registered the trademark Grandissimo. Why? Well, because I think it was a couple years ago I talked to Dave. I said, "Man, I love that name. That's cool." And then I read the book. I said, "This this this book ought to be ought to be a movie." And, and I said, "Well, well, who owns it?" And 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 Dave, you said, "Nobody." I said, "Do you mind it?" So yeah, we did. I did, but I did that. It was. Uh, it was probably like 23 months. It was a month after, uh, I think, the first time Vimp was here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did it really for no other reason other than the fact that I thought all the crazy things Sarno did were amazing. <laughs> and he had an, a, a monumental impact on, on the development of this, of this city. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I decided, well, let's try to get the name and without, without really knowing what it would end up being used for. My other question is, do you have any plans for the weekend of October? Fourteenth, <laughs> fifteenth, and sixteenth next year? Uh, we could check the schedule, but I'm sure we're open. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I got one more, I'm sorry. While we're on that subject, how about a bigger showroom in the ah, new property? Right. There we go. <laughs> Dave? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I agree. This is great. Look at this crowd. And, uh, you know, re really, I mean, I was going to say this at some point, but, but really, thanks everybody here for coming out here. And, and I hope everybody uh, feels comfortable, feels at home, and uh, you're having fun. And, uh, and, uh, and, and truly, I mean, I, I learned... I learn as much from everybody here as, uh, as it may go the other way. I think we're all learning from each other. Um, the number of ideas that come up, this is, the, this is far and away um, the greatest uh, constituency of Vegas fans and aficionados that I've ever come across. So, so I really wasn't kidding when I say, I mean, I, I, I like the ideas, I like the designs. Obviously, not everyone's gonna work, work out. You know, I mean, there's some things that are in conflict, like, I want more Frank Sinatra, I want less Frank Sinatra. Well, it's going to be, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're going to end up pissing somebody off. <laughs> but, but, but there's certain things that, that are overall the great creativity and great ideas. Um, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just very appreciative, and I really wanted to make sure I, I said that to everybody and, and to you guys. I, I, I really appreciate that I can 
I can be part of Viv. Well, thank you. So, Derek, I'm just curious, when you're looking for ideas, where are you looking? Are you looking on Fremont Street, at the Strip, or outside of Vegas? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not looking outside of Vegas. I mean, I have my, I have my business out of, uh, out, of, out of Detroit, but it's really a separate business, a manufacturing business. Um, but, but I'm really looking in Vegas. I'm, I'm not interested in being in Reno. I'm not interested in being uh, in uh, a different local market. And, and when I say I like being in Vegas, um, I, I frankly, I don't want to be on the Strip. I, I actually like downtown. I like dealing with the city. I spend a lot of time with the city. I don't spend that much time with the county. Uh, and, and I like the growth of what's happening downtown. Um, I'm not that rich of a guy. I can't afford to be on the Strip anyway. And, and, and I had a great opportunity to own a very small part of Riviera and get to see how that developed. And... Uh, and if anything it taught me is I don't want to go to the strip. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time that you bought into downtown, there were not a lot of people looking to buy into downtown. And I think that's definitely changed in the past couple of years. What do you think downtown's going to look like maybe 10 years from now? Uh, well, I think, I think uh, what we're seeing is we're seeing continued growth. Um, I'm excited about about what some of my neighbors are doing. Um, the Nuggets, you know, done some pretty nice expansion. They've expanded their uh, ballroom space, and it's becoming a really great destination for corporate meetings and things like that. I'm excited about what uh, Boyd's doing with the Cal, um, completely renovating the Cal and really making that a signature place, which which obviously plays into our thought process of what we're doing at the Vegas Club. Um, you know, the Four Queens just uh, renovated uh, about 20% of their rooms, so they continue to move forward. So I think, I think you know, the more everybody invests and the more we kind of work together to develop, you know, great ideas and great entertainment to come downtown, I think it's, it's a great thing. So I, I would say you're going to see um, some com continued, uh, continued evolution, and I think it might, uh, might start increasing in speed. Cool. I've got another thought about a 500-year-old statue. <laughs> you, you know, it's the kind of thing that you would never think would fit in in Las Vegas, but if you look at that little guy down there doing his thing, it just fits in. Is there anything else like that? that and they, it is such a huge cliche to say, thinking outside the box, but to me, that's one of the best examples I can think of of somebody actually doing it. You know, what else like that is out there? Anything like that? Well, I, I would tell you, um, you know, when I was a little kid, my, my, my dad actually went to school directly, you know, directly across from the original Manicap Piss in Brussels. And when I was a kid, I'd go over there and I'd see him all the time. And uh, um, I was thinking about it, you know, a few years ago. I'm like, man, I could bring the statue out here. But then I started thinking about it more and more. And then I got a little worried. I go, this is a little risque, you know, yeah. to, to do it. And then, uh, and then I thought, oh, what the hell, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot at it. And... You know, and, and what I tried to portray, and it's, it's you know, it's on the, the little thing I wrote, you know, the by the statue. I mean, really, it, it's really a tip of the cap to, you know, my, my parents. And, you know, I'm Belgian, and it doesn't really, I mean, it's not like we have a big association of Belgium, but it's a tip <laughs> of the hat to, to uh, my ancestry and to my parents. And... Uh, and I thought, let's bring the let's bring uh, let's bring a statue out. And after kind of studying studying him, I kind of like him. You know, he's kind of carefree. Yeah. 
leaning back. Obviously, he's had a few drinks. And <laughs> a little bit irreverent. Always smiling with a shit-eating grin, and you're going to have some fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah. when does the Belgian beer come? We're working on that. We're working on that. When we were when we were over there, um, when we were over there, um, I spent a decent amount of time with uh, a few Belgian brewers, and um, you never know, something like that might uh, might pop up at some point. Um, I will say that I have a beer, and, and I'm sure many of you have had it, um, called Duvel. Um, I have Duvel down at Long Bar, and they, they pour it in that glass. It's pretty interesting beer, and and you get to go see a few of these Duvel uh, bars. And Duvel Museum bars. It's, it was it was pretty interesting. I, I learned a lot when I was uh, on that trip here a few weeks ago, and uh, there may be some applicability because it was an awful lot of fun. Yeah. So before we wrap this up and proceed on with our show, I wanted to get a sense from you. You know, you're you're here at the D. You're at the Golden Gate. You're working on the Las Vegas Club. You've got the Event Center. How do you split up your time? What does your day look like? By, by day, well, um, the one thing's for sure is uh, if you see my office, I have six pair of shoes because <laughs> I'm bopping around to all of them and I'm changing my shoes all the time. So, uh, you know, I mean, Fremont Street's not that big. I mean, it's a quarter mile from one end to the other and just, you know, rotate around. And I like staying on the first floor predominantly and sitting in the first seat so I can, I'm closer to the door, can bop to the next one. And it's, it's all right. <laughs> That strategy makes sense now. Now totally right. Now I now I get where you picked yeah. all your seats. You can easily just go from one spot to the other. <laughs> yeah. No. But I mean, I mean, I'm in the office, you know, during the day all, all the time in one of the offices. And uh, but uh, but I just love coming down, uh, coming down, you know, when uh, when there's some sports on and uh, and having a chance to um, really meet people, you know, in these seats. I really enjoy it. All right. My last question. Um, the Las Vegas Club stuff, people are pretty interested in where that's all going to land, clearly, is you've made clear that there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Do you have a sense of a general timeline at all? You know, it, it, the, the timeline, if we come to the conclusion that we're going to renovate the old tower, the timeline will be, um, it will open far sooner. If we have to demolish that tower, which is what it looks like, that means it, it's, it's going to be a, a lengthy demolition process. We still have to protect the other tower. Then we have to, then we have to rebuild you know, from the ground up. So that will be a, a little bit longer. So until, until we know exactly what we're doing, I, I really can't, I can't say it. But, uh, but I would think that um, you're looking in the you know, two-year-plus time frame. I mean, my... my, my uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like having this sit empty. I mean, I, right. I, I want to get it on <laughs> as soon as possible. But... Uh, but I want to be reasonable about making the best long-term decision. Have you thought about opening a CVS in the first floor area? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Good. Good. All right. That's going to be it with our wonderful guest, Mr. Derek Stevens. I want to give him another round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I want Thank to, you. I did want to just say again, uh, thanks, thanks to all you guys for everything, everything you've done with us. And uh, I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy, uh, you know, meeting everybody and, and having the opportunity to talk. And um, whether it's on Twitter or whether it's in person, um, I've really learned a lot from everybody here. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, one thing I would like to say, just to follow up on a comment that you made earlier, um, you're going to pass out the lanyards for yes. the concert tonight. Just to make sure everyone knows, when you wear that lanyard, there will be a VIP entrance. All you have to do is show that lanyard. You'll be able to get through. 
That lanyard will provide you the ability to go anywhere in the general admission area or up to our VIP area, which is, um, if, you, if you think about it as a carport, the, that elevated level um, that butts up closer to the Golden Nugget, that's where we'll all be. So all of you are, up, are invited up to our, uh, up to our VIP area. So uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you up there tonight. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot. All right. In just a few minutes. We're